Sunday morning, father's calling. Do 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 do. Every Sunday's father's day. <laughs> What the fuck? That was pretty good, right? Daddy gang, welcome back to another episode of Call Her Daddy. It is your founding father back at it again for another episode. We're back. It's a Sunday session. If you are new here, a Sunday session means it's just you and me, okay? No fatherless behavior here because Papa's home. Okay. Um, I'm so happy to be doing this episode today because I've been talking to myself for what feels like a whole fucking month. Matt is out of town. Okay. Um, and Matt has been traveling because he's in the middle of making three movies at the same time, like a psychopath. Every time he calls me, I'm like, where the fuck? Sorry, where are you again? He's like, Serbia. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm not even really sure where that is on a map. Um, God bless. And he's also been in London. And he's making another movie in South Africa. So it's like, he's really just, he's been an absent fiance. And so I've been home by myself. And I I do want to say this and just get this off my chest. I do miss Matt. Pause. Okay, let's, and just save that for another minute. I don't miss Matt in a couple areas, specifically in the bedroom, but not in the way that you think. Of course, I miss having great sex and, you know, him going down on me and and just, you know, all the good things. You know, someone to insert inside of me and give me an orgasm. I'm always going to miss your presence, okay? I'm marrying the man. Of course, he's got a good dick. But this is what I don't miss. And something I was thinking about earlier today, I was sipping my coffee. Why, why does the person that snores also fall asleep the fastest. Mm. Riddle me that. (laughs) Why? Why does a man specific, I don't know, maybe I have homegirl, if you snore, love you, but I'm gonna, this is gonna be gendered, okay? I do feel like men snore more than women, but I I don't know. And I'm, I'm just going based off of that, just based off of, I feel like the two men that I know in my life, my dad and Matt, okay? And so Matt, I'm like, why do the people that snore also fall asleep faster. It is infuriating. It is rude. And it's just not the vibe. Okay, I will say Matt doesn't actually really snore every single night, but he does snore if number one, he is so exhausted to the point where he hasn't slept in days because there's been so much work going on, which is a lot. And number two, it's if he's had a couple drinks. And you know what? Life's been tough lately, okay? So we're hitting the bottle as a couple together quite frequently. But I don't snore when I get fucked up, okay? I sleep there like a little baby fucking angel, and Maddie over in the corner is just fucking snarling it up. It's it's truly insanity. And so why I don't miss Matt is because... I don't have to suffocate him by pillow every fuck. We have this understanding. I was talking to my friend about this earlier because she was like, oh my God, my boyfriend snores too. And I'm like, what do you do? And she's like, I tap him and be like, can you please stop? I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. I'm like the worst. I'm literally like, oh Matt, you want to snore? Welcome to fucking war, motherfucker. I take the pillow and I smash him in the fucking head and he wakes up. He's like, oh, and I'm like, you're snoring. It's 3 a.m. and I can't sleep because you're snoring. And he's like, oh, sorry. And the worst is they just roll back over and they go right back to bed. It's like they're not even awake. I can fucking crush this man's head. I can make him stop breathing with a pillow. I can literally suffocate Matt. I have put my hands on this man's nostrils and clamped them and held them. And he just keeps mouth breathing. I'm like, you got to end it. You got to end it. and You got to stop. I guess that's my ick. When Matt wears these specific pants when he's golfing and then also... When Matt snores, 
And thank God he doesn't snore every night. Like, I do want to clear his name a little bit. It's literally just like a couple whiskeys in, boom. So it's like, okay, great. You maybe stop after one. I'm going to have 12. I'll, I'll drink for the both of us so that I can also get a sound fucking sleep at night. So anyways, I'm very, very, very happy. That's the only thing that I, I guess, yeah, that is kind of the only thing that I enjoy when Matt is gone would be that he is not snoring in my ear every night. But I kind of would take, I don't know. I do love him. So I'm like, oh. And I will also say, I'm not a lover. Um, you know, I'm a fighter in the bedroom. <laughs> and again, not sexually. I-, I can cuddle. I can cuddle right right up right up until the brink of me being like, no, no, now I'm actually going to try to fall asleep. So get the fuck off me. Like, I understand more when people have different fucking bedrooms as couples than when people fucking cuddle to go to bed. I am such a specific sleeper, daddy gang. Like the concept to me of a man having his arm around me and me trying to fall asleep, I would easier fall asleep on a New York fucking subway than lay my body down and have Matt's limb touching me. I guess I can have feet action, but even still then too hot, too hot. Like, I am I am a warrior in the sheets. <laughs> I'm a freak in the sheets and then I'm a warrior in the fucking sheets. I cannot be touched. When I'm trying to sleep, I there's a clear defined line that I cannot I cannot have his body on me because I get too hot. I also cramp like for some reason the minute I, it's time to go to bed like I I can't I can't get comfortable because Matt's so affectionate he's so um what's the fucking love language oh physical touch he's so physical touch he's like oh my god he always wants to touch oh my god love it love it so endearing during the hours between noon to eight okay and then in the morning and at night I really need that personal space unless we're actually having sex or again like yeah while we're watching a movie no, actually, no, because then my neck will cramp. He's always like, come put your head on my chest. I want to be like, you put your head on my chest, motherfucker. What woman has ever actually, I, I'm like, I have to get neck surgery. I have a full fucking herniated disc, motherfucker. When I used to suffer with boys that I didn't like, that I was trying to impress and putting my head on their chest at night. And it was like, oh, come here. Let's watch the movie like this. I really want to turn to any man moving forward and be like, do you actually think for a second that she is actually enjoying watching that movie with her neck craned to a 90 degree angle and her body the opposite direction and the fucking television in the wrong direction. Like, it doesn't make sense. Why would I want to be comfortable while I'm watching a movie? I want to be laid up. I, I'll hold hands. I'll cross legs. You know what I mean? But it's like, I, I tempt a man, put your fucking head on my chest, motherfucker, and tell me if you can watch the movie. No, but then they'll just get horny because their head's on your fucking tit. Like, it's not the same, okay? So I have been spread eagle. I have been starfishing it every fucking night. I am just laid up in the dead center of the bed, and I am fucking, I'm thriving. Although I do miss... I, I, I do miss him because there is something like really nice, but I'm just trying to find the fucking silver lining. He's been gone for so fucking long. I'm like, oh, I'm single and I live in this house and I have two dogs. I'm a dog woman and I'm by myself and whatever. So Matt and I have been apart for some, a lot of weeks, it feels like, and I do miss him and I am, you know, I was having that thing the other day where I'm like, oh my God, like, you know how some periods are so fucking God awful that you're like the thought of having sex right now. Like I couldn't, 
like it's it, it's hard for me to even put a tampon in. I'm just like there's just so much going on, and I'm and I'm hormonal, and I'm bleeding, and it's like a fucking. It is just the trenches down there. So like, I don't want to have sex. But then, ladies, don't you agree? Like, then there are some periods where you're the those hormones are like, babe, we gotta get fucked. Like, I do have those periods where I'm like hornier than others and I had one of those recently and I just had my wand little friend and not Matt's dick so that I was missing him then um but I will say I've been binging so much television and I promise I will not talk about this for long I only have really one sentence Every single fucking person and their mother has been talking about the Real Housewives of Utah, okay? And I have a very controversial take that I don't know if people are going to really not like this take, but I just have to be honest. So I recently went on a company retreat. How exciting, you guys. Ever since Matt and I launched our company, it's just been so fun to see it grow this quickly. And and I love everyone that works at the company. And so when we got back from New Year's, we took our company on a two-day retreat um, I was about to say to upstate California. <laughs> there is no upstate California. Um, am I from the East Coast in New York or what? Um, I'm like upstate California. They're like uh, San Francisco, babe. So we took them upstate and we had this amazing retreat and everyone was bonding and we were drinking and we were working and we were doing workshops and everyone was it's just great. But so many of our employees were talking about the Real Housewives of Utah and how they were like, I want to drink, but I also want to get in bed so I can go watch the new finale. And I'm like, oh, I I like reality TV. And like, I wouldn't say I'm the most avid Real Housewives lady, you know, I'm more of like a Love Island, Love is Blind kind of gal. But I'll take it, you know, if it's good. Like I used to watch OG days of New York you know, Bethany, Luann, um, Dorinda, like I I loved those women, um, but I haven't watched in a while. And so I'm like, you know what, I'm going to watch it. And this other woman that works for me was telling me is amazing. So I sit down the other night and this is why, again, I am happy. I'm I'm trying to find the, I'm trying to find the positives of why Matt's gone because I'm actually really fucking depressed. Okay. If you can't tell, like people are like literally commenting me like, oh my God, like they're not even married and she's wants to get a divorce. She's happier than ever being single. No, I'm trying to find the fucking silver lining. So don't even start with the bullshit. Okay. I love my husband. Oh my God. I said that you guys, I called Matt my husband in another episode and everyone is convinced online that we're married. I am not married. I just keep accidentally calling him my husband because I'm, I'm flirting with the name okay it's gonna be crazy when I'm like oh that's my husband um I love it more than fiance fiance honestly makes me cringe I I, it feels like a try hard somehow like this is my fiance like I sometimes I get so embarrassed to say the word fiance that sometimes I call Matt my boyfriend still um but now because we're getting closer to the date of me getting married I'm like that's my husband and everyone's like Alex you fucking liar you're married no I'm not I'm just a fucking cunt that can't remember like okay he is my fiance but the word fiance makes me cringe I want to vomit I don't know why why is that okay moving on so I'm happy because I can watch reality television and Matt is not going to be like turn it the fuck off it's 3 a.m I get to binge till my eyeballs burn and until I'm ready to go to bed okay so I turn on Real Housewives and I don't even watch the season because everyone tells me you can just watch even the finale and it's that fucking crazy like the finale you don't even need that much context it's just that crazy this episode is bonkers and I say okay I'm going to take a little edible and I'm going to watch this episode. When I tell you, I have never enjoyed something less in the reality television scope. That's actually not true. That's being so fucking dramatic. But let me be dramatic. Okay. I didn't enjoy it. I don't know if it was because I was high, but I really don't think. If anything, it it should have helped that I was high because it was calming it down. 
all these people were doing was screaming. I could not finish the episode. They're screaming the entire episode. These people are screaming to the point where I was like, this isn't enjoyable. I'm getting annoyed. This is obnoxious. Like I can't even focus on what they're saying because they're yapping and just screaming. It was just screaming for like 15 fucking minutes in a scene that I'm like, oh my God. I'm I'm turning it down to volume like 15 then I'm turning it back up because then I can't hear, hear when one person slightly isn't screaming like it was obnoxious and so I know the content was there but like I don't know I didn't really enjoy it I'm really sorry if there's any uh housewives fans watching this like I am an ally of reality television binging like I, I really am obsessed I, I watch everything I feel like but I couldn't do it I don't know I don't know This episode is presented by Sparkling Ice. Turn up summer with Sparkling Ice. They have over 17 anything but subtle flavors, all made with zero sugar and packed with vitamins and antioxidants. Iced tea and lemonade, strawberry watermelon, tropical punch, peach nectarine. Yum. Crank up the flavor. Sparkling Ice. Anything but subtle. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Daddy Gang. I get that there are some things you don't want to share, but bottling everything up inside can truly have some awful consequences. I remember growing up, I guess, honestly, the the truth is I was getting bullied and I was like so embarrassed to tell my family that because at home I was fine, but at school it was tough for me. And I just remember feeling so awful about myself and I kept it to myself and I dealt with it by myself and it literally just caused truly maybe like a decade of trauma. And later in life, now that I've processed it, I'm like, damn, I would have been so much better off if I had just talked to someone about it. It didn't even have to be my parents. Talking helps a lot. And if you want a safe space for that conversation, I recommend therapy. I have had such an incredible relationship and experience with therapy. I was so ready to get better and to better myself and understand myself more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. It's easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists whenever you need to for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash daddy today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash daddy. Two years ago, I became pregnant with a baby I desperately wanted. During a routine ultrasound, I learned that the fetus would have a fatal condition and never survive. I had to flee my own state to receive treatment. I think Donald Trump bears an incredible amount of responsibility for these restrictive laws. We need leaders that will protect our rights, and that's Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. So something I was thinking about the other day that I really just want to put a little squash on and and really talk about this for a minute because I last night I'm sitting in my kitchen and I'm watching a pot of pasta boil. I'm about to make myself ramen noodles, okay? And my house is dead silent and I'm with my dogs 
but I didn't have the TV on and it's just silent. And I had a moment where I was like, whoa, I feel a little lonely. Like I, I'm feeling like I really miss Matt. I love how I just started this whole episode being like, woo, Maddie's gone. Now I'm like, I really miss Matt. I do. I do. I'm just trying to find the, the, the highlights of why, when he's gone. But I, I was sitting there and I'm like, damn, like I'm pretty fucking lonely right now. But in the way that it was not like all encompassing to my soul, it was more just like a temporary like, oh, damn, like I really I really miss my person. And it got me thinking about how many fucking nights you guys and I'm sure I podcast I did podcast during this time, but I never really I didn't like openly talk about it because that just like wasn't on brand at the time. Hi, Henry. Hi. Hi, Brucey. My dogs just came in. Sorry, guys. Um, I was thinking about how like back when I lived in New York alone and also when I was living with roommates, like I had so many nights of like genuine overwhelming loneliness that would come over me and I would never again podcast about it because like I was the girl in New York having sex and being crazy and like the party girl like just the girl that like had the lifestyle that you wanted and like I was fucking miserable half the time and I was like really struggling um for so many different reasons but I think back to those nights and I think about how that type of loneliness that I had was so different than what I just experienced last night. But I wanted to talk about it because I bet there's so many people listening that are experiencing the one that I was feeling in New York. Like, I feel so truly, truly happy in my relationship right now. And I am so happy that I've gotten to a place where my loneliness is like a quick ping of like, oh, I miss my person. Like I'm missing Matt. And like, he's in fucking Serbia. And so like the time difference is so fucking off. And like when he wakes up, I go to bed. And when I go to bed, he's waking up. Like we have not really been able to talk much. So I'm like, I miss him. And we're used to hanging out a lot. But the feeling that I used to have in New York, and I kind of want to talk about this whole concept of like, are your 20s the worst part of life? (laughs) Like like literally like I know this sounds like kind of depressing but just go with me for a minute like I hate how much how many times when you're in your early fucking 20s and even in your mid 20s towards your late 20s do people that are older come up to you being like oh soak it up baby these are the best years of your life no they're not (laughs) No, I, 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 they're not. I completely disagree because I'm, I'm now about to exit my 20s soon and I'm realizing, no, they're not. They're, they're, I, I'm not going to say that the worst years of your life because I don't even think we can equate a time period to that. I just want to say it's just not the truth. And I feel like there's an annoyingly such a pressure of, being in your 20s and having the best time of your life. Like when you think about your 20s, I think it could potentially or should potentially be the worst time of your life because it's like you have no stability. You just got out of potentially college if you went to college and you have 
you don't know who your friends are or you do know but you don't live near them or they are near you but you're both changing because you're both going in different directions and one person has a boyfriend or a girlfriend and one person doesn't like everything is unstable you're not financially stable like the beginning of my 20s like I was basically fucking whoring myself out for a relationship because I was like I can't afford to live in New York City but he can so I'm gonna like I was making fucking bad decisions because I was desperate for I didn't have money I had a job I fucking hated I had friends that I I loved or friends I couldn't trust but like the friends that I loved were busy cultivating their own life that like it just it's fucking awful and then like you're financially unstable your job even if you have a baller job like you're too young that like you don't even know how to advocate for yourself so how the fuck would you even know if like you're at the right point in your life like romantically I feel like in your your early 20s it's like how the fuck can you even have a good relationship when like no one fucking knows who they are when they're 20 I'm sorry I, I like it is it is a fucking fact you do not actually know who you are, who you want to be when you're 20, because you've been in such a bubble protected by whatever system you were in, whether it was college or high school or your parents were helping you out. Like you haven't been an actual real adult where you're like self-sustaining a life. So you're, it's like, you have no fucking idea who you are independent. You've been propped up by all these different things. And so for an actual romantic relationship, it's like you're going towards something that feels more like a need rather than a want. Like, I, I need this person or I, I need to fill this void. And it's like, what do you actually want? And we don't fucking know when we're in our 20s because you're like, I have so like should I quit my job should I move cross country should I live in a suburban area should I go to the city should I go to like what the fuck should I do who should I be what should I wear what should I look like what, what, what and on top of it social media it's like oh every fucking week the trend is shifting oh my god clean girl aesthetic we're buying all this oh my god mob wife aesthetic you're buying this it's like you can't even be fucking unique in who you are because we're also being over fucking pushed every fucking day who we should be what should we should wear what should we should, and it's like whoa and in your 20s I feel like sure there are outliers but the majority of people in your 20s including myself it's like you want to be a part of the fun cool shit so you are you are getting peer pressured and you don't even know it sometimes you're making decisions because you want to go with your friends but as you get older and I'm having this revelation now it's like I'm gonna be 30 this summer this summer yeah this summer and I've never felt more. And I'm sure at 40, I'll say, oh my God, at 30, I thought I had it all figured out. But currently, I look back and I reflect on my 20s. And I want to be really clear, like, I had such incredible times. I really, really did. But at the same time, I look back and I struggled more than I thrived. And that's okay. I, I really think that's normal. But what I just wanted to come and say to you guys is like, it's okay if you are fucking barely making it through your 20s and you are fucking stressed and you are fucking exhausted. And like, I just, I think it's, like I said, like it's really annoying how older people look at you like, don't, don't take it for granted. Like you should be having the best time of your life. And it's like, what? Like, is going out to clubs the best time of your life? Because let me tell you something. I look back and, of course, there are those outlier nights at a club where, like, 
you actually meet a guy you like and it's like, oh my God, I'm going to remember this night for the rest of my life, like sparks and craziness and fun and holy fuck. And you're going home with your friends and you all had a baller night. But those are so fucking far and few between majority of times that I was in New York City and I was going out and I was going clubbing. (laughs) What is it saying? It's like I was just going out to feel something like literally I would go to clubs and most of those nights would end in me getting home at two or three or four or five a.m. and I would make myself food and I would sit at my counter by myself and I felt so empty and lonely and lost and confused and like why don't I feel happier and like it was like the moment I shut my door and I was alone all of that loneliness crept in and so I don't know I don't want to be depressing I just want to like validate you like if you're fucking struggling and I and I'm not even saying like your 30s shouldn't be I just want you all to pause for a minute if you've been feeling a little fucking shit lately um like, I hate to say it because I feel like, what, what am I going to say this every fucking episode? But it's literally the truth. Like, if you are feeling like shit about your circumstances lately, turn off your fucking social media. Like, in the least preachy fucking way, like, every fucking time. I was thinking about this the other day. Back in like the ancient days, you know, I'm 90. Um, we used to like, I remember I used to watch YouTube and I had like four creators that I really, really liked and that made me really happy. And I would, and I would after school go on YouTube and I would watch those four creators, one of them being Jenna Marbles. And I felt so, like I genuinely loved their content and that's why I subscribed Oh my God, why did I just say subscribe, subscribe? I subscribe to their content. I would subscribe to their content. And now there's 19 million thousand jillion people on the internet that like we're not curating our pages anymore like we used to because there's such an influx in the amount of people that we can consume. And so I would say, why are we every fucking time You open your phone unless you follow four fucking people. And even still then, be weary. But like if you if you're on TikTok, maybe the first step is like go on to just like your following page. Like don't go on the for you page. Just go on your following page and follow the people that you actually like that make you feel good about yourself. Okay, and I hope I'm one of those people. Like I hope I make you feel good and I hope I make you feel cozy. But if it's not, you know, uh, guys, (laughs) Ah, don't leave me but you know what I mean I just think it's like I and I've said this before but sometimes it's like this is this is larger than just a one-off conversation it's like maybe every fucking week I just need to remind us because I'm also reminding myself like I open my fucking phone in the morning and I'll see something and I'll get anxious oh my god I need to do more work or oh my god I need to post a video because I'm behind and like I need blah, 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 blah. Oh, or oh, I like that thing that she's wearing do I have to buy that I'm like stop buying shit you don't have to buy every fucking thing that you see that someone's like shh <sighs> Calm down. I need us all to turn off our fucking phones or at least turn off our social media because 
literally watching this shit is just making us feel like pieces of shit. And I'm telling you, I have been in front of people that take a fucking picture of caviar from a different fucking table and walk over to their table and they thank the people for letting them take a picture of their fucking caviar and they post it on their fucking Instagram story. And I watch the influencer post it and be like, oh my God, that person didn't even eat caviar tonight. It wasn't even at their table. They didn't even pay for it. They didn't even eat it because it wasn't theirs. Like it is, you don't, you can't fucking trust half of the shit you see on social media. So when you're feeling like, oh, this person has a nicer place than me and a nicer this and then like maybe you don't even know half of these people could have fake fucking boyfriends, daddy gang. Okay. So trust no one. Don't trust these bitches and just know that your twenties fucking suck. No, you guys, they fucking do like they're the best and they are the fucking worst. And like, I just want to stop glamorizing like you're 20. Oh my God, you're 20. It's like, I'm so fucking excited for my 30s. And people keep asking me like, oh my God, are you so nervous about your 30s? Like, oh, like 30. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so excited. Like, why should I be nervous? And I'm like, oh, because I forgot everyone's a fucking asshole. And everyone's like, oh my God, when women turn 30, like <laughs> you're done. Like, oh, you haven't had kids yet? Like you're done. Like, oh, you're 30. Like you're so old and irrelevant. We don't do it to men. When a man turns 30, ooh. He's wiser. He's smarter. He's hotter. He's he's daddy. When a woman turns 30, people are like, oh, God, she's fucking done. No, I'm fucking more daddy than ever. I feel better than ever. I'm fucking hotter than ever. I feel more myself. I feel like I know I know what makes me happy. And I'm so much better at discerning like things that I want to do and things that make me happy versus things that don't fucking that don't make me happy and that don't please me and that don't fulfill me. And like, I'm so much more selfish with my fucking time and my energy and my, the way that I interact with people. Like, I'm just, I feel like a better friend, a better daughter, a better partner. And I also feel like a better fucking boundary setter. Like I, I just feel fucking better. So I'm telling you it gets fucking better. And of course I have awful fucking days where I'm crying in the shower and I'm stressed as fuck. And I'm like, oh my God, I like can't take this. But when I'm comparing it to my 20s, girl, oh, I wish I could give Alex eating ramen noodles, crying in her apartment a hug and be like, babe, stop feeling like you have to go out every night. Stop going to the club to feel something like journal, watch movies, like read, go to the park, like do shit. So, you know. I don't know. I don't know if that helped. What else did I write down this week that I was up to? Oh, yeah. This is a life update for me that like I don't even know if I want to share because it's just like really fucking depressing. So if you know me, I eat like fucking shit and I'm very aware that um, the internet has a lot of opinions on that. Like I always get like, oh, like you eat like such fucking shit or whatever. Like people just have opinions on everything. And that's fine because I talk for a living. So you should have an opinion and you should think, oh my God, you're such a fucking idiot or you eat like a piece of shit or whatever. Like, oh, you're so healthy. Your goals, Alex, like, you know, opinions. Um, I think I have a problem because I have like stomach problems recently and uh, what I think I've seen on TikTok though, like only hot girls have stomach, pro- hot girls have stomach problems. Oh my God. Hot and stomach problems. Woo. That's me. I have, I have not been thriving lately in my stomach department and I went to a doctor and he had the audacity to look in me eyes and tell me, Alex, maybe you have a gluten allergy. 
that doesn't work for me. That, that isn't <laughs> like I, I called Matt after and he started laughing, which I thought was like divorce material. I'm like, okay, you fucking piece of shit. Why are you laughing in my face? And he's like, can you imagine you, you with a gluten allergy? Yeah, no, I can't. I like I'm not I actually want to be really serious right now like I don't know what I'm gonna do and so I'm having to do a week of not eating gluten and I'm I don't even know like I my I grew up in a household of pasta and mashed potatoes and carbs like my family loves carbs like I, not not like rice like pasta and potatoes like I chicken parmesan and spaghetti and burgers and and steak and whipped potatoes and cheesesteak like I don't have a good diet and I fucking know that and mom I love you thank you for good genetics but like holy fuck I have a bad diet and I fucking love food I love it I'm my father's daughter like my dad is a chef and he loves well my dad's not like a chef like he but you know he's a chef at home you know my mom was never the one cooking my dad cooks up bomb ass meals and he loves food and he loves and I love it too and I Matt always laughs like Matt's like I just like eat to like fuel myself you like eat because you love to eat I love taste I love seasoning I love I love eating food in a way that's like I need a bunch of different flavors right like I need to be able to like in the middle of dinner I'll want to open the fridge and like eat a piece of chocolate like I need to taste everything eat everything but I'm such a fucking gluten bitch like I don't even like I wish someone told me like I, I was allergic to fish. I'd be like, oh, that makes it easy. I nothing changes in my life. Like I'm not, I'm not well suited for the gluten free life. And I don't. I, I'm like I know this sounds dumb, but like I'm actually I'm I'm pretending that I'm like joking about this. Like I'm actually having a mental breakdown. Like I I would, I think I would rather have a dairy allergy than a gluten allergy. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not cut out for this. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I think I would just rather shit my fucking pants and eat gluten than not eat gluten. Like, I I really, oh my God. And I, I don't know. I, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm convincing myself that I don't have a gluten allergy. Like, maybe I just have fucking IBS, you know? And like, like, I don't know. I just, this is TMI, but like, I just, I just am having a little bit of a mental breakdown any of my gluten-free girls like reach out but I just or maybe I just have stomach problems you know like and maybe I just like I'm always feeling like I need to like vom or like shit and it's just like that is what it is and like that's just like that's just like the life of like that's just like the life of a hot girl like constantly just shitting your pants (laughs) I'm fucking miserable This episode is brought to you by Prime Video. I am a certified rom-com addict. I love watching movies and shows that are funny and cute and romantic and make me want to cuddle up to Matt, okay? And Prime Video feeds that addiction. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Donald Glover, and Maya Erskine kind of love each other, kind of hate each other, and really love to rip each other's clothes off. Dare I say... 
better than the original. My Lady Jane, a hilarious, heartwarming, and sometimes steamy historical reimagining of the story of Lady Jane Grey. You can watch both of these and a whole lot more on Prime Video. You can also indulge in even more rom-com classics by adding channels like Max, Stars, and Paramount+. Plus. Prime Video, find your favorite flirty rom-coms all in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See amazon.com slash amazon prime for details. This episode is brought to you by Azo Vaginal Health Products. Most women will experience a yeast infection during their lifetime, but it is time to stop giving women's health the silent treatment. I think sometimes we get so anxious, we don't want to deal with it. Well, actually, yeast infections, you're like, I actually have to deal with this. I literally am so fucking itchy right now. That is what Azo products are for. They have an entire line of products designed to help balance your vaginal pH and protect your vaginal health. Azo Complete Feminine Balance helps restore the balance of good bacteria and for protection from yeast and urinary tract issues. Try Azo Dual Protection. Azo Care That Goes There. Daddy Gang, you can save 20% with the promo code PODCAST at azoproducts.com. That's A-Z-O products.com. This episode is brought to you by new Garnier Fructis hair filler with vitamin C G. Many things can damage your hair like heat styling and bleaching, but the all new Garnier Fructis hair filler systems can reverse up to one year of damage to your hair smoothness in just one use, giving you up to 79% stronger hair and up to four times less breakage. And all Garnier products are approved by Cruelty Free International under the Leaping Bunny program. New Garnier Fructis hair filler, pre-shampoo, shampoo, conditioner, and serum are available now on Amazon and at Walmart, Target, Ulta, drug, and select grocery stores. Learn more at GarnierUSA.com. This episode is brought to you by UGG. Who's ready to create some core memories this spring, Daddy Gang? Rally the squad. We're packing up and heading out on a road trip in UGG. Y'all know I live in my UGG classic boots. Well, now it's time to swap out the boots for the sandal of the season, the golden glow, because you already know UGG season is year-round, baby. Shop the golden collection at UGG.com. So some things that I have coming up that I'm very excited about are I decided last minute that I'm going to go to London to visit Matt because we've now been apart for, I think it's been four, going on four weeks. Matt has really, really, really wanted me to come to London. And I was like, Matt, I love you so much, but like, I cannot come to London unless I get a guest in London. Like I have to make it make sense business wise. Like, or I need, cause like I need to do this fucking show. And like, I can't just come to London and like, I have my employees here and like, I, I can't do that. And he was like, okay, like I get it. Like try to get a guest. And then I was sitting here and I was like, okay, I'm, why don't I just fucking bust my ass for the next week and, and get myself in a good position and just go to fucking London, even if I don't have a guest. And so I called him today and I was like, I have some news for you. And so I call him and he's exhausted and he's just like, ugh, like he's just been like, I'm exhausted. It's 3am. Like I miss you. And I was like, okay, well I have good news. I booked a flight to London and he, oh my God, it made me so happy. He like, like he just, he was so excited. He's like, what? Like, 
oh my God, like I'd wrap my head around the fact that like, you weren't going to come. And like, I understood, but like, oh my God, like shut up, like you're coming. And he was so excited. And I was like, yeah, like I, we need to spend time together. And like, I don't want to go to our fucking wedding and be like, oh, I have, we, we've been so fucking busy. And then like our wedding happens. Like let's, I want to be intentional. Let's spend time together. And so, um, I'm getting on a flight this week and I'm going to go to London and again and then I'll maybe I'm gonna do an episode from London because I feel like I'm a whole different bitch in London but like London truly is just so special to Matt and I and I feel so I don't know I I feel like it will be fun for us right like coming up to our wedding to like have time in London together because it truly is really really where we fell in love and like I'm really just excited to go spend time with him I'm also excited to like go and be on the movie set and like the movies that he's shooting are so fucking exciting and I just I'm excited to like go and be a part of that and um yeah so by the time that next week or this upcoming week I will be on a flight to go to London um and I'm just I'm excited and I have a couple other things coming up that I'm excited that I'm going to podcast about, but um, it is so fucking hot in this room and I think Henry and Bruce are melting like me. So daddy gang, I hope you guys enjoyed this Sunday session. I have so, oh my God, I love how I just like went through this whole thing. I was like, just like word vomiting. I have so many wedding updates for you guys that I need to do a whole wedding, 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 wedding episode because let me just say this and then I will leave you. I feel like when I did my first wedding episode, I was kind of like, hmm, um, like a full fucking disaster. Like I was kind of like, like Debbie Downer, like, oh my God, like I don't want to do this and I don't want to do this. And like something came over me and I will talk to you guys about the shift that I had, but I am so fucking excited for my wedding and I'm in a complete different headspace than I was when I first recorded that episode. And I feel I have so many different opinions and takes on things and, and I'm doing different things that I said, some things I said that I wouldn't do, I'm going to do. And like, I just have all these different thoughts now. And, and I think that's just life and getting to change your mind is a beautiful thing. And, um, and I I don't know, I'm just excited because I have a lot of, lot of updates and a lot of dress updates and just a lot of fucking updates. So I'm going to find time to do a full wedding, wedding, episode I already posted on my Instagram but I'll do just just saying it here DM me any wedding questions for any of my brides my 2024 2025 brides DM me any questions that you have and obviously I'm just coming from a place of like my opinion um you don't have to agree with me you can have a complete different opinion and that's okay I want to remind everyone on the internet like it's okay to have a different opinion from someone but I can do an episode and try to answer as many questions um but yeah Have a lovely Sunday, Daddy Gang. There's no reason to have Sunday scaries, okay? This week will go by like a breeze. And if it doesn't, it's all right. Then eventually it'll be the weekend and you'll be fine. So I love you guys. Maybe go take an everything shower like they say on TikTok. And by that, I mean shave your legs, shave the puss, shave the armpits, and uh, shave the stash. And uh, (laughs) what else can you shave? Shave your belly button and shave your tits and lotion up and oil up and 15 step skin care routine and go to bed and take a fucking edible and cruise into the freeway and the highway in the distance. Um, I love you. Farewell. Love it. Goodbye. Oh my God. I should go watch the sound of music. I love that movie. Um, okay. I love you guys. I will see you fuckers on Wednesday. I'm very very excited for you guys to see who this guest is holy fucking shit talk about drama let's go goodbye
This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Want zero dollar delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. Daddy gang, I love being home. I love to be cozy, comfortable, laying on the couch. I can't tell you how many times I need something, but I am too lazy to get up and get out of the house. And sometimes I need food or groceries, you name it. Dash Pass gets it delivered right to my door and yours too. It is only $9.99 a month. So I think it's a really good deal, Daddy Gang. So get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with Dash Pass and new members get a 30-day free trial. Terms apply. Sign up today. Okay, real talk for a second, Daddy Gang. Sex is great. We know that, okay? But sex isn't always perfect. And if you have unprotected sex, you have the power to choose what's right for you in that moment. If not getting pregnant is the goal, plan B emergency contraception is a great backup plan because listen, getting wild in the bedroom can be fun, but feeling out of control afterwards, not so fun. With plan B, you can take control of your body and your future whenever you need a backup plan. It's important to remember to take plan B as directed within 72 hours after unprotected sex and keep in mind that the sooner you take it, the better it works. With plan B, you've got this and I've got you daddy gang with a special $10 coupon for your next plan B visit plan B slash daddy to get $10 off your next purchase. That's plan B slash daddy to get $10 off your next purchase. 